welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC gave us an episode. And we are analyzing said episode. Yup. I'm still our Marnia. My name is Brennan, and welcome back to uh, Michelle Season's Men Tell All. And they told all, we just didn't care about any of it. They told all, and it was immature and dumb. And Peter fed people pizza. He did? <laughs> yeah, at the end. Oh, I turned, it, I, I turned it off. Okay. I was like, wait, he did? I, want, I know I walked out of the room, but he... Okay, so... <laughs> When they were when they teased Michelle's like teaser for the rest of the season, I turned it off. So okay, that's where you ended. Yeah, that's where I ended. Did, okay. Did I miss so something? You, like, just, um, trying to think. Hmm. No. Was it just no. was it just the P- Peter pizza, feeding people pizza? I guess so. Or maybe I dreamt that. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> But I definitely, I watched it earlier today because I, here's the deal, I too did not finish the entire thing last night. I cut it off to watch Michael Bublé's Christmas special. So, I circled back. Yeah, I finished it today. I just didn't, I was not mentally prepared for two hours of Men Tell All. I was mentally prepared for one. And really, even if you think about it, even two hours is more than we normally get. Because normally they, I think they normally like start something with Mm -hmm. fantasy suites or finish hometowns or something. That's true. This is ahead of, this is, this tell all is ahead of the game. Right? I think it's usually in the same spot. I think it's just normally like they give us some show to have a reason for people to watch. This, they thought that. They were giving us reasons. All of the reasons that they thought would be my reasons were reasons I did not care about at all. Like, kick off the show with Peter and Will. Yeah. Um, listen, I did not miss that drama when it ended. And then they wrote, they looped it back around, threw it back in my face made me watch two grown men argue have a bald man pretend to serve (laughs) okay can we talk about the horrible just horrible acting by caitlin and taisha when the random guy came in to do the lawsuit when the guy when the guy was streaking oh my gosh the streaker was ridiculous that was fundamentally that part. The streaker, the the what do you call the person who serves papers? I don't know. But like that, all that also, okay. Maybe let's dive back let's 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 do this one. Let's time. dive back into uh dive back into let's, these mental yeah. all in a minute. Um what did you think of Tasha and Caitlin highlighting or talking about Tasha's breakup? Uh, what did you think about that segment? A waste. Because they yeah. didn't they didn't need to address it. Nope. Because we found out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And like she didn't say anything. 
<laughs> she didn't even say they broke up. She literally, like, I know I sent you the clip that they posted, like, what, a couple hours before? Mm-hmm. Um, little did I know that that clip, teasing, was basically it. It was, like, 10 more seconds. Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm heartbroken. And, you know, I don't even remember what she said because it wasn't even relevant. It was dumb. She, she never she never the, said Zach and I broke up. She never said Zach and I ended our engagement. She's yeah. She said things are up in the air. They don't know. She doesn't know what's gonna happen. Um, she's it was, heartbroken. It was a waste. Caitlin said, "You're not wearing your your uh, engagement ring." Then um, she did some crying, some shimmying to try to <laughs> get herself back into the game of hosting. And then she got up and walked out as Rodney sat down on the stage and also yeah. once again they are terrible at hosting i i like them individually i really do too i like both of them a lot but they are bad at hosting it is terrible they are bad and at their this, job like, it's it was so fake to me it was it honestly was so fake to me like I don't know what that was about, Tasha. I don't feel like, did you, I love Tasha. Y'all know I love Tasha, but did you believe her tears? No. Did you believe the get no. up and leave? No. Right. That was all planned. But for what? At what cost? <laughs> the the Why? cost of respect. Why? Like, it was just ridiculous to me watching it. Like, I was like, I mean, I felt bad for you already when I read the news and mm-hmm. I was sad. I don't need you to make me feel bad for you. Like, I understand if they taped it on the day the news broke. Like, so I saw I saw on E! News mm-hmm. that they were reporting that it broke the day of Mentel All's taping. Mm-hmm. If the show was live, talk about right. it. But right. if you filmed it three weeks ago. We've all like, we've all moved on. Yeah, it doesn't. And it, you're not like, to have it smack dab in the middle of the tell all too, where it wasn't even like they tried to they tried to tie it to Rodney's heartbreak when Caitlin said from one heart one broken heart to another. Here's Rodney, and I was like, that's where you were going with that. It had no relevance whatsoever. It was embarrassing and dumb and I would understand like if you like they're at best C-list celebrities at very best yeah Tasha as a C-list celebrity Zach never was and never wanted to be a celebrity he did not care nope so why did you think that we are going to continue to dwell in our minds as if you were the queen of England? Like no one gives like, a, no one gives a crap that you're like we feel bad for you, mm-hmm. but by now we've moved on. But I think because she is one of the most relevant and popular bachelor bachelorettes right now, because she her season was still super soon, fresh off of her being the bachelorette, she becomes the host of the franchise or co-host of the franchise. She's trying to you know. She she wants to like host things. She wants to do that. She she I would not be surprised if she goes on to bigger even bigger things. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but this is a good launching pad. The, the thing that you can't, she cannot, she physically cannot do, is in any way, shape, or form act. Right. So don't pretend like you can. That uh, when I was watching that though, I was like. This is unnecessary. See, she what was. She was. All right. Let's move on to Will and Peter. I don't want to talk <laughs> about Tasha anymore. We'll we'll breeze over it when we get there. But so right. we start with Will versus Peter. Uh, yeah. Will says Still a lot of animosity there, huh? Will says this is the show to find love. If you wanted to promote your business, you should have been on. You should have went on Shark Tank. I thought that was a good line. That was a good line. I, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> Whoever so, wrote it for him was gold. Uh, everyone was obviously on Will's side. Everyone clearly dislikes Peter very strongly. Mm-hmm. So they were not giving him any which way about it to say anything. Yeah, he yeah. could have he could have said anything, and it was not it was not going to make a single difference in that room. Not at all. Not nada. What I found fascinating, though, is the fact that um, the reviews were brought up. <laughs> like, I, I think Will did not like, do oh, those this, reviews I was like now this is Etty <laughs> I, I don't believe it I don't either I simply just I don't, don't. Either. I think that, that was made up too well, I don't, okay I think that's I think that's the problem with the men's tell all for me at least me um, last night is I didn't believe any of it no I didn't believe it was. I feel like it was all manufactured. The only part that I enjoyed of this, of this, uh, uh, banter was when Will said, "Tell your sister to stay out of my DMs." Okay, that was funny. That, that was funny. And then when he me... said, "I'd like to bring out a special guest," he said, "Is it your sister?" <laughs> <laughs> that had me dying. <laughs> yeah, that I I died. I was like, "Is it your sister?" Wow. And then Caitlin says, I'm not sure what turn I took in life to be sitting here watching grown men argue about pizza. I thought that was pretty funny, too. I'll give her that. Um, but, yeah. No, it was, like I said, I didn't believe any of it. None of it. The made-up the made up uh, reviews. Yeah. The bald man serving Will papers. Will mm-hmm. frivolously tossing it. <laughs> And then I see people online talking about how um, oh, they were like, the show actually could be sued for defamation of character because they plastered it up there on the screen. And I was like, no one's getting sued. No. no one's if anybody sued. was getting sued, Peter would not have even been there. No. Because his lawyers would have said, you can't serve him in defamation of, and then go on TV with him. Right. Right. So please. There's probably nothing on those papers. Probably pause, zoom in. There's nothing on those papers. Yeah. Oh, 100%. There, there's, there's nothing there. Uh, after we got done with our Will and Peter drama, we talked about mm-hmm. Ryan, who had the papers and the strategy. These papers, they talked about these papers like they were the Pentagon papers. You know, they talked because about to them they the were. papers like it was something so crazy. It was pretty crazy. It was weird, but I mean, once again, I didn't care about it. I I was not a fan of it, and then the only thing, I thought the thing that, like, 
this is how you pretend that teachers matter. And the part about, mm. like, listing dream girls and their qualities and none of them, they say that none of them are like Michelle at all or look like Michelle yeah, at all. Yeah, they're like, none of them look like her or whatever. And he's like, well, the qualities. <laughs> so, like, it was, it, it was, I think it was good that they got him out of there. Oh, yeah. I think he could have. And then the guy, I don't know the guy's name that was complaining about him and was like, dude, you've got no integrity and no integrity. Get out of here. What was his name? I don't know. I don't know who that was. What did he look like again? Um, he had dark hair, uh, medium height. Let me think. He looked like he might have been Latin, maybe. Uh, um, he was he was a he was a top row. Oh, he's a top, top row? rower. Oh, yeah, he was a top rower. He left. He, he and one other guy said we left shortly after him because of all of this. Shortly after him meant first night. That's why I don't know y'all. <laughs> it just means that he like get out of here. It means your car left after his. <laughs> right. He just took so the first like, car. Who you are. Yeah. And what I think is funny is that um so just a bit ago, I got a message from um Unlikely Manhattan, who I had responded to her story because she said something pretty relevant that I found relatable. When she says, um, what was it? Am I the only one who has no idea who anyone is this season? <laughs> and I said, quote, nope, same. And I co-host a freaking podcast about it. So she was like, God, I'm not the only one. Because last night, I realized how much I didn't know these men. Except for the ones that, like, you know, Will and Peter. And then, like, whatever. But the, the rest of them, I was like, well, who are you again? And then, okay, so once again, uh, all transparency, we, we use a recap to help us keep track of where we are. Uh, yeah. It was it was mentioned, said who said he has zero integrity, and it was Pardeep. Oh, okay, so not Latin, like Indian. Indian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't even know Pardeep. I just remember that Pardee was really bad at basketball, like atrocious. I, I have no memory of Pardee at all. So he wasn't a first nighter. He was like a second nighter, probably. Yeah, I think he was second or third. Yeah, he didn't make it very far. And then Gosh. they uh, they talked to Martin. And yeah, uh, Martin. They Martin. talked to Martin for a little bit. Will says that the rumor on the street. Is that he had a girlfriend the whole time? Okay, the way that these men talk like they are... I, I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what it is. When he was like, because on the streets, it, they're saying on the streets, I'm like, you mean the sidewalk outside of the house that you guys were staying in? <laughs> I think they're from the same area. I think they're both from Florida. Are they? I know... Okay, because I was like, what are you talking about on the streets? <laughs> I know Martin's from Miami. Mm-hmm. And I thought Will was from Florida too. Mm, okay. So they may okay. know pe- they they may have mutual people. Either way, when he's like when he talks about that on the streets, the streets are saying, "I was like, what streets? Like, what? what is this? Y'all stayed in the same house? Like, that's it." Um, I had not heard this thing about Martin. Have you? No, I had not heard that. I know nothing about Martin aside from what he's done on the TV in front of me. I don't look into him. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was... I mean, him and Jamie basically played the same game. Yeah, and where they Where they just, like, they just danced around accusations, refused to apologize. And did you notice Romeo mentioning to both Will, or not Will, both um, Martin and Jamie that he had admired them? And I was like, Romeo, you need to pick better role models (laughs) it's very obvious that romeo is he he, he's a harvey harvard educated mathematician Mm -hmm. he's a loser and a nerd he's a nerd he's a nerd yeah but like i wouldn't say so he probably just looks up to anybody he thinks is cool okay maybe because i felt it was very the whole the whole two hours felt very high school to be honest but romeo talking about how i thought you were i thought you were great man and then you really just kind of burst my bubble and when he um was talking to martin and he says i really looked up to you man i mean look at my hair <laughs> it's like a joke but it's still at the same time like what did you dye your hair because of martin <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, when he said the same thing to Jamie, I was like, Romeo, baby boy, pick better role models. So I I will say this. I will say this about Jamie. So apparently, based on what Michelle said and what Juliet Littman said today, because she interviewed Romeo, apparently Mm -hmm. Jamie was the king of affirmation in the house. So just like just like a fake Dax Shepard was saying. He's basically walking around like Tony Robbins. Yes. And then saying a bunch of stuff. And then when everyone watches the season back and he sees him crap all over everybody off camera, that's I think that's where the issue some of the, the issues some of the issues in the house came with Jamie. Where mm-hmm. and then Michelle talked about it how how you were keeping everybody up in the house. Mm-hmm. But a coach doesn't go behind their back and talk about them. Yeah, I did find that really, like the part where he said, um, oh, who was it? Oh gosh, I forgot who it was now, but when he pointed out the fact that Jamie had said, just keep in mind, gentlemen, that what we say here is out there on TV. And he said that in the middle of them trying to figure out who said this thing to Michelle. And they were like, you said that to me. And it's basically taking the heat off of yourself, like pretending like you hadn't stirred up all of this. I was like, wow, Jamie really is a liar, a performer and a liar. And he took up way too much time during this episode, too. Mm-hmm. People kept going back to him, though. Yeah, that's what was ridiculous. Yeah. And then when Michelle was with him and she said, I'm going to end it, then he went back to himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Uh, next, because we can't go the episode without talking him, talking to him, we talk to we have to talk to Chris S. Mm. He starts off his with a non-apology, saying, "What I said may have come off a little strong, but my intentions are genuine. I'll leave it at that." And then Rick said, "I would just say I don't believe him right now. The reason why is at one point he told me he had better-looking women had bleeped his bleep." When okay, so when Rick said this last night, when I heard, it, I was like, "Wait, 
what? Like me being all innocent, I was like, what did he, wait, what did Rick, what did they say? What did he mean? And then today when I was rewatching, I was like, dang, this dude does suck. But, but <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy's the worst. I, the fact that he said that. <laughs> And then what was it? Peter came to his defense, and Rick is like, "Boy, bye." Yeah, and then uh, the uh, the ladies allow Olu to address Chris for the comments he said about him having a low IQ. Oof. When I saw the preview, I thought Olu was like going to get in his face, but he just like stood up yeah. and turned on him at his from his chair. Just the camera yeah, angle made it. Kind of, he did kind of move over a little bit, but not, he did move over. not quite as much as the camera angle on the preview made it look. It made it look like yeah. he was like in his face. Okay, which I that it's funny that you bring you bring that up because of the way that producers try to sell, you know, everything, promote things and stuff. Now. I don't really appreciate that tactic of making it look like he's getting his face. No, me either. Because it does kind of bring up the stereotypical aggressive black man kind of thing. And that, I'm like, it wasn't as bad as what we thought it would be. You know, we're intense. It was intense. And Caitlin and Tasha, of course, did their whole, oh my gosh, okay, okay, everyone calm down kind of thing. And it was like, this, it really has to calm down. He's just standing up and telling him. That he is excellent. He has a master's degree. What do you say? A whole master's degree, boy. <laughs> yeah, he says, don't you ever in your life say I have a low IQ. You're looking at black excellence right here. I have a master's degree. Yeah. Uh, people do love him, Olu. Like, He's great. Yeah. Or as, they, as I've heard multiple people from multiple different places call him Swolu. Yes. I heard them saying that like when they were asking him... Uh, to speak his piece was it and tell tell what he thought his thoughts he was the gold man but yeah they were uh yeah they were like swolu swolu <laughs> and i've this entire season i've like realized how much i how much i didn't appreciate chris yeah, especially in this episode, mm-hmm. because because Chris, Chris didn't need help pushing the buttons in the right way. No, you could tell he, that there. You could tell that there was produced like these. These mental all I've heard take seven, eight hours. Are you freaking kidding me? I've heard that they take all day. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like this could be filmed in an afternoon. Yeah. But I think I, I think they're just trying to they're trying to do what they do all season of these people, which is push them to a point of mental and emotional exhaustion mm-hmm. so they make poor decisions. Because there were a lot of poor decisions last night. These guys yelling at each other. Like I said, it was basically high school that we were watching on dis- full display. Yeah, but I just feel like Chris, for all his flaws, and he had flaws, mm-hmm. did an incredible job at these. And obviously, yeah. he, he did it 50 times. So that certainly helps. 
That's true. That is very true. That is, man, because Lord knows I could not. <laughs> I'd be like, this time of year again? Good Lord. <laughs> Come on, this is where Christmas... Unless it's, a good, unless it's a good season. Unless it's like really, you know, like you've got some serious drama that you're like, man, I can't wait to hear what so-and-so says. Well, this is what Chris... This is what Chris thrived on. He was so yeah, bored all. He was probably bored all year round, except for these, except for men tell men slash women tell all, and after the final rose, he was probably bored. Yeah, I always hated him during these things, the AFRs especially because he was always trying to sucker somebody into saying "I love you." Juan Pablo, <laughs> or he was always trying to never, never forget. <laughs> um, or he was just always trying to make somebody feel bad for not, not, I, I don't know. It was like everything was um, contrived. Everything was like, if you're not engaged, or if you're not married, you're terrible. If you didn't propose, what? You know, and so I'm, I don't miss that part. No, but I, th- I think this parts, these parts, I miss him on. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, so we bring Jamie on because he's mm-hmm. obviously like the head villain. So we have to keep him in the back until the very last moment. And I then, really didn't need this much time with him. And bring him on for a hot seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. They start with the spring mo- break mode question. Uh, he says, "What a good question! What a good question!" Yeah, <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh, I do too. I do too. <laughs> What's missing from this moment is context of what happened. And then he talks about one of the guys having an intimate moment with Michelle, and the spring break comment was more so about being one of twenty guys still in the show. But that's what the show is. Yes. Did he not know where he was? Did he not know? And that's so rude because I don't feel like any women talk about the bachelors and say that they're on spring break mode. Like that's so, uh, Jamie's such a, just the smirk on his face too. His mm-hmm. reactions to the men when they say things, everything, his reactions to everything. Get him out of here. Get him out of my face. Uh, the only one here trying to help him in any way shape or form is Rodney Rodney says this is about redemption we're trying to help you build yourself back up yeah uh, no Rodney we're not you no. you you may be but no one else is right I was like no 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 Rodney no, no one else is trying to Everybody's do anything trying to say we thought you were cool turns out you suck you suck Rodney's like we thought you were cool turns out you sucked but tell us you're cool again we're trying to help you be cool again <laughs> No. We saw Jamie's true colors. There is no redemption here. And then they tried real hard to bring, redeem him. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> Do you guys want a forced apology so we can all be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently someone named PJ, don't remember this person at all, uh, says to Jamie, scolds Jamie for not fessing up to being the guy who started the rumor when they were talking about it at the bar. That's the guy I was talking about. That's the guy. When I said, I don't know who it was, but but he was saying, like, you're the guy who said everything that we say is on TV. 
Yes, apparently that was PJ. No memory of him whatsoever. You could have recast him, nope. and I would not know. <laughs> yeah, and then we, uh, at this point, we're thankfully, for the moment, done with Jamie. Yeah. And we bring Rick on for a, uh, a random hot seat. Yeah, Rick. You don't get a lot of hot seats from people who don't make it to hometowns, do you? No. Maybe that's what feels weird. Like, it feels weird to me. That we got three random hot seats and only one of them was even interesting. Yeah. Because were any of them interesting, actually? Even sweet, lovely Rodney. He kind of already said what he what I already knew. Okay. I yeah, I was trying. There just there wasn't anything to hold you. So let's talk about this uh, platter that they rolled out for Rick. Well, first of all, let's just talk about Rick. I've been reading a lot online about what people think of him, and um, I feel like it's fifty fifty. People think that Rick is hot, okay. Or people think Rick is creepy. <laughs> he can be both. <laughs> now, I understand both. Because on the first night, I was like, Sue's weird. But then I was like, kind of grown on me. It's weird. He's intense. What's happening? I feel kind of weirdly attracted to him, but okay. But then sometimes I am like, would you stalk me though? <laughs> the reason people have this mixed bag of feelings about him is because he looks like Pin Badgley. He doesn't really look like Pin Badgley. I think he looks a little bit like him. I need to I need to Google Pin. Well, because yeah, I was gonna say yes yeah, so they think that he's so a they, serial killer. They ask him about how he feels after they do what they always do where they play their best moments with the lead and then their breakup. And he says, it's tough. It's tough because there were moments that I shared with Michelle that made me feel like I had found my person. She listens to understand. She doesn't listen just to respond, and it's not a skill everyone has. I'm, like, literally holding up a picture of Penn Badgley next to Rick. <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to compare. I kind of see it. A little a bit. bit. Like, you have to do it with his yeah. hair slicked back. It's the vibe. I like Rick... It's worse with it's worse with the stubble. Yeah, he's he looks he's he looks creepier with the stubble. Maybe that's it. He needs to be head on a platter. That cake on a platter head that had the stubble and was like, "Ew, that's gross." Yeah, everything about that that is not a flattering cake. Yeah, so we talked about how he brought in was brought in on a platter. Then they brought in a platter with a cake that was another white person with black hair. Looked nothing like him. It looks absolutely nothing like Rick. It's Nicolas Cage. They brought in a Nicolas Cage. <laughs> they did. That's so true. It's <laughs> Nicolas Cage. And then he did something even worse. He took a bite out of it. Out of the hair. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's better than making out with a cake of yourself, I guess. Where are you going to bite that cake? Why do you bite that cake? I would have gone... I would have gone for the nose. one person up top told you to, Rodney. Rodney was like the only one who was like, I think no one wants him to do this, Rodney. <laughs> I think I would have gone for the nose. 
I would have gone for the nose. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know where I would have. I just would have taken like a spoon or a fork and just, or just my hand and been like, Oop, "That's it." Like I would not have. I would not have bitten it. Nope. Uh, I th- I was. There was, I mentioned the staged things that were stupid earlier, and I can remember two of them, and I couldn't remember the third one, but it was the cake. The third one was the cake. The cake was so... So there was the fake lawyer that brought out fake defamation of, of character f- lawsuit from earlier, <laughs> and then there was the cake, and then we'll get to the streaker <laughs> later. Oh my gosh. It was just, they tried so hard last night. They were trying so hard. And you don't and need to try hard. Tried, you don't, the, right, don't. the harder you try, the farther I the farther I go away. <laughs> I, was I was watching like, it today. Don't. I was watching it today. I was finishing it up. And I caught myself being on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be watching this. Right. No, that was me too. I had it on. That's why I'm like, did I dream Peter feeding people pizza? Did I? Because I'm like, by that time, whatever was happening about the pizza, I had completely zoned out. So, I don't know. But, oof, this, yeah, this tell-all, this tell-all. So, after Rick, we get to a part, which we've already talked about. Yes, we get to, uh, we get the uh, Tasha Caitlin, uh, Tasha's breakup conversation. And I just... It was totally contrived, totally unnecessary, and totally uninteresting. Like I said, Tasha, you don't need to try so hard. I already like you. So many people love Tasha. She's a lot of people's favorites. And like, I mean, she has, I think she does have a chance to build a bigger career. She's got a really great personality. She's super pretty. She's already been the lead of a franchise. She basically rescued it from Claire Crawley. Okay. Um, she was already a favorite before, you know, so she does not have to try to make us love her or to feel sorry for her. Okay. So I want to, I want to give you some tea that I heard that I saw. Okay. And I would like to, I am stretching the T in a direction. I don't know if the T is supposed to be stretched, but I can't help it. Okay. I saw a Reality Steve p- Twitter posts. You hate Reality Steve. I what do. What are you doing reading that? It was on my Instagram, like, it was on the Instagram, like, suggested page. Apparently, and he's... what were you just like? Oh no! Wait, I hate this, but I'm clicking away. Oh no! Well, I clicked on it, and the first page said Bachelor T, and it just went to the second screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just like, okay. bam! Reality Steve, and just like, dang it, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the text thread read that all filming and women related to the second season of The Bachelor that was supposed to be filming. It's supposed to start filming in February after Clayton season. Mm-hmm. All of it has been pulled. The women have been told, never mind. Production has stopped. Pre production on that has stopped. Do you think what I think you're thinking? I believe that they are going to give Tasha 
another chance with her own men. A full season. A full season with not Claire's leftovers. That's exactly where I thought you were going. I could... This, if we can see so easily through this... Which, okay, the fact that Clayton was announced but not even announced really until like last week and they were so it, it was like they we already knew everything before i feel like they don't even care that we know things anymore you know what i mean like so for you to think that is means that it means that i believe that means that it's likely very true people are going to get onto that and then they're not going to say anything but we'll just know yes <laughs> that's what's that's exactly what's going to happen like it's a whole new world of bachelor nation we're just gonna know things and they're well, just gonna keep it the, there's so many people and the internet is so wild the the bachelor subreddit like i've told you before mm-hmm. is a wild wild west of spoilers yeah. and hate oh my gosh yeah it's so, really crazy so between the everyday sleuths that you find on a Reddit and the professional sleuths like Reality Steve. Mm -hmm. In 2021, where information is so readily available and people love to leak stuff they're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. the, The days of like truly spoiler free lead announcements are over i believe that makes me sad because i really do love surprises i really do love like the moment i found out that paul rudd was sexiest man alive i didn't see that coming i love a genuine surprise i thought it was gonna be chris evans uh, that would be a good choice i think every year it should be ryan reynolds mm, it should be ryan funny. reynolds it, it should be ryan reynolds until he literally dies Listen, Paul Rudd, though. Paul Rudd's a They're definitely going in a weird direction with these, like, like Paul Rudd, very handsome. He's not the sexiest man alive. Uh, I beg to differ. He is definitely one of them. He, it, Paul it Rudd was, is, like, 100%. I felt, I felt the same way when they made it Idris Elba. I'm like, really handsome guy. But is he the sexiest really? man alive? One of them, yes. Uh, yes, my sister and I tried to explain this to our mother on Thanksgiving because she was like, "Is he though? I mean, I don't really see it." And we were like, "He's very." What? They're trying to do this like thing where just like he's handsome and quirky. Yeah, Paul Rudd is the creme de la creme, my type exactly. Paul Rudd is like like God created him and was like. Like, put him on one of those, like, spinning mannequin mantles, you know? <laughs> and God was like, this is your type. And I was like, that is my type. <laughs> Paul Rudd. So, yeah. Like I said, uh... all the chef's kisses. But I digress. When Paul Rudd was revealed as sexiest man alive, I was surprised. Like I said, I thought the internet was like, it's going to be Chris Evans, which also my second type. Okay? Either one. Winner. Did not see Paul Rudd coming. I like to be surprised. So I can be like, Oh, look at that. I don't want those days to be gone. I, I want to be just as shocked as I was whenever that dude that you love so much, 
that I hate. What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Nick Vile. <laughs> when he was announced as the bachelor, and I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? I want to be furious. I want to be excited. I want to be shocked. I want to be angry. Well, I don't want Clayton. I don't want Clayton just, just you know, suddenly revealing himself and me being like, what? The season haven't even started. And then us going through the season and being like, wait, he only has like two minutes and then he's gone? Because some children, he was only picked because some children said he was genuine. <laughs> just a giant milk toast individual. Honestly. Just a, I, just a Jack 6-6 six, six glass of whole milk. Just 100% accurate description. <laughs> Five stars all around. Because that is it. Ain't nothing to it. <laughs> but I don't want to be, I don't want to not be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But uh uh-huh. so we talked to Tasha about her breakup. She goes to uh mourn or sign bachelorette papers on the background off camera. That's exactly what happened now that you said what you think. She was definitely going back there. She was like, All right, where do I sign? All right, where does my season start? So oh we gosh. uh we bring Rodney up. He's gonna do a bit of a hot seat. We relive his journey. And watch his mom cry about the possibility of him not being loved by Michelle, which, which when it happened, was so obvious to the rest of us, it hurt. Huh? 100%? I love Rodney. I love Rodney. I would take a bullet for Rodney, but he was the most number four person I've ever seen. We thought his number fourness way, way back in the beginning. Um... I took a chance on Rodney, though, and then I took a hit. I took a hit with my rose leaf because of this. Because I said, but what if God has other plans? He did not. (laughs) (laughs) No no plans. God was like, you should have stuck with your gut. (laughs) Normally, I feel bad for the people who are sent home after hometowns. He's like, y'all could have just let him stay there. You had to fly him back to wherever you're at and then fly him home. But my thought was, I feel even worse this year because they flew his family out there. And Michelle knew damn well he wasn't making it. They should have let let this man's family stay home. When she said, when she said, he makes me laugh. He's so funny. (laughs) And his mom was like, yeah, but he'd also be a good, a good husband, a good mate, right? Well, yeah, of course. She should have she like, oh, grabbed geez. them right then and been like, okay, you're sweetie, I love you with all my heart, but you're going home tomorrow. Right. <laughs> His mom could have done the late breaking news, just been like, hey, don't even yeah. go to the rose ceremony, come home with us. It's <laughs> a free ride. Uh, well, they definitely hadn't left yet. They're like, we're not playing for two plane rides out of here. Right, right. Oh, gosh, though. Um, so they talked for a little bit. Rodney said he was heartbroken, that he cares deeply for Michelle, and he always will, and it's going to be hard to see her when he comes out, when she comes out. And then Caitlin says that, uh, God has a plan for you, uh, possibly on the beaches of Mexico. So obviously we all knew Rodney was going to paradise. It was a, it was a given. Obviously. Rodney will tear up paradise. He may not find love. But he will make a lot of people laugh and have a good time doing it. I think Rodney could find love. Who would you who would you set Rodney up with out of Bachelor Nation? My my problem with Rodney is that 
I really do believe he is a pure person. Uh-huh. And I do not think Bachelor Nation has a lot of pure people that aren't taken. Mm, you're right. When I think of the pure women of recent history, mm-hmm. the good ones are taken. Yeah. Because I think of Abigail taken. Serena. Eh, Abigail's boring, though. <laughs> well, that's why she, that's why she, Rodney's just like Noah. A goofy, <laughs> fun, fairly handsome guy. Rodney's better than Noah. Okay, but like I said, she's taken. <laughs> Serena, engaged to your boy Joe. Brie, <laughs> obviously currently engaged to Brandon. Unless Michelle is. Because we said that last week. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, I forgot about that. Oh, I should stop pulling for him then. <laughs> he's obviously he's so... obviously currently dating Brie. That's... Gosh, I, and I know, I know... Like, it's going to be Joe. It's going to be Joe. Right? It's going to be Joe. Well, either way, Brandon's taken, either by Michelle or by Brie. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> is hmm. Chelsea nice? I don't know who Rodney would go Is well Chelsea with, nice though. enough? Who? Chelsea, is she nice enough? Which one's Chelsea? Chel- the supermodel. Oh, no. No. I didn't that think girl so was either. mean. I didn't think so either. No, she was one of the mean girls. I was just trying to think of Matt James season. No, her that all... girl was mean. Besides Brie, all the good girls from Matt season are taken. Right. Because there wasn't many of them. No. Lord knows there was not. Three. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Brie, Serena, and Abigail. Was that it? Yeah. Goodness, I don't know who. It would probably have to be an unknown. Like one of those people that got sent home night one or two, you know, that becomes popular on the island. Like yeah. um, like your girl Marissa. We, we will have to keep a close eye on Clayton's season. Yeah. For a sweet, underrated okay. girl. So um, Catherine, uh, Catherine Lowe, she interjected her opinion on... <laughs> Clayton's season. As as, as um, she must. Right. And she thinks that it's going to be a lot like her husband, Sean Lowe's season. Because she thinks that Clayton is a nice guy and they're going to pick really nice girls for him. So maybe out of those nice girls, Rodney will get a girl. Maybe. On the island. But I, mean, I think definitely only one Rodney... Can, only one can win. Yeah. Or or can they? Because in the past we've seen. <laughs> well, okay, like I said, only one can. Doesn't mean anyone will, but only one can. Because these people be changing their minds left and right. <laughs> only one well, of them has no, made a mistake. Only one of them has the possibility. Or you can just be like Pilot Pete and be like, "Wait, I made a mistake. Wait, actually, I made a mistake. Wait, I'm gonna go all the way back <laughs> now." And try to get that. Okay, no? All right. Well, I'm going to take another detour, but still like a sidestep. Ugh, what a hot mess. I know we've talked about Peter before, but my, he's, it still blows my mind. <laughs> blows my mind. What a leap show that was. Uh, so we get to the only good part of this entire two-hour ordeal 
which was which is where they show us the fun parts they never show us yes uh, they, they show do. us uh, the parts people want to see yeah the things that I wonder why they got edited out this is why I told you Michelle is fun Michelle okay. is not the problem the producers this, are the problem like, I thought of you I thought of you when this happened I literally was like these bloopers these cutting room four stuff like I was like she is funny yes when homegirl fell out of her chair tossing up some chips in the air and the way she was like are you impressed like I was like that girl's funny yes why do they do this to her why do they do this to everyone because I didn't watch I did not watch one millisecond of Matt James on Dancing with the Stars but I saw a couple of people comment that they saw more personality of in his few weeks in Dancing with the Stars than they saw on his entire season they they make you into a thing and then all you are is that thing that sucks all Michelle is how do you, how do you fall in love with that thing but you don't. You. you don't because you see it all on the show. Mm-hmm. They just tell us what they want to tell us. That sucks. Because, yeah, Michelle is really funny. And I do remember thinking that on Matt's season when they showed like an outtake. And I was like, that girl's funny. No do, you think, do you think the show would be better if there was more hours throughout the week spread out? Like more like a Love Island? Yes. You th- I think so too, because then they could show this part and not to them affect the storyline. Because I think it's almost like the show is becoming a character, a caricature of itself now. It's yes. its own product. And like it's made into something, it's a packaged deal. It has to be what it is and sold to us for what it is supposed to be. Mm hmm. And they don't let a lot of wiggle room. I mean, hell, they just started letting people of color be leads in the franchise. Like I didn't, I didn't realize until my mom had said something to me two weeks ago, or I think last week. She was like, "Isn't that funny?" How um, she was like, "Wow, Rick was the the last white guy," you know. And she was like, "Now it's just men of color. They're all biracial. It's all you know." just solely men of color mm-hmm. right now next week when we turn when we turn it on we're just going to see people of color that's crazy right, I love. yeah like that's never happened on this franchise there was a there's a 100 percent chance that a person of color wins this season yep and the fact that that's like this is this is historic because even with rachel Lindsay being the bachelorette and I mean, Brian is a man of color. He's, you know, he's just Latin, you know, but, um, but still, you know, Riley, Riley Marissa was the first couple of color engaged on the franchise. Wow. You're right. And like highly featured favorites. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't just a side story. They were like every week. Yes. So the fact that like the franchise is just now coming out of 1968 you know and stepping into mm-hmm. 2000 yeah or 2021 like it's just it's crazy but yeah so next week we're gonna see like we're gonna see people of color falling in love i mean hopefully hopefully she finds somebody <laughs> she said something curious during her time on the 
then tell all that I was like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, so we continue to do some bloopers, and then we do the Clayton super tease. Yeah, which you didn't watch, right? Did you? Yes. Did it make you interested in the season? Because I heard it was very good. Um, I heard it was very good and very dramatic. It was very dramatic. I think that someone told Rick to act like it was more dramatic than what it was <laughs> because they showed they showed box Rick in the corner and he's just like, oh my gosh. But I was like, Rick, get out of here. <laughs> um, there is one. Okay, how much do you want me to say about what I saw? I, I just want your impressions. Okay. You don't want a line from it. Because there's a line from it that killed me. Okay, I'll take that <laughs> line. I'll take the line. Okay. So, they show Clayton, and he's telling, he's telling, it looks like two women, but apparently then, like, another one is crying. This is my favorite part. <laughs> he's like, I, I have to be honest with you. I was intimate with both of you. And then you see these, like, one woman walking off. But they don't see their faces. You only see their, the back of their heads. You see one woman walking off. You see another woman going another direction. They're sobbing. But then you see a blonde girl crying on the stairs. And she's like, he slept with all three of us. <laughs> and I was like, who are you? <laughs> that was the moment. That was the moment that I was like, you know what? For the show me state, I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah. That was like the one moment that sold it to me. Because before I was like, get out of here. Get out of here. But yeah, when that girl cried and said he slept with all three of us, it's like, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. So. So pure? Um, it, looks, it looks chaotic. It looks like they're going to really try hard to make us like him. He may run the risk of being like Matt James. Because, because... Even though he was on our TVs for like four weeks straight, we still know nothing about him. So it still feels like he was picked off of a uh, he was picked off of a, a a farm, and you know they were like, much like King David, they were like, "You're the chosen one. It's you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we come back to the studio after that. A couple of guys say they're excited, and that they say that Clayton wears his heart on his sleeve. So it'll be great to see him. Uh, I wanted to be like, do y'all even know him? <laughs> no one here knows him. And then we get a uh, horrible paid plug for Bachelor Live on stage back on tour. Honestly, that felt so. That felt so forced. Becca had to. Becca had to show up, sneak into the for crowd two for two seconds. For, she had to sneak into the crowd for ten seconds, film this, and then they they turned off the camera so that she could leave without actually having to talk to anybody. Uh, yeah. How's Thomas? He's great. <laughs> no one so cares. No, no one cares. Uh, people who were going to buy their tickets for Bachelor Live on stage already have them. Mm-hmm. And those who weren't aren't going to buy them now. Mm-hmm. So that ship is sailing. Yeah. Uh, we bring Michelle on for her whole, for, for her hot seat. Uh, 
she talks to Rodney and Rick because they asked her to. Mm-hmm. Well, she wanted to talk to Rodney. She was asked to talk to Rick. She, I mean, she should have talked to Rick. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was trying to be. I was. I was, <laughs> I was being unnecessarily mean. Uh, her and Jamie argue some more. She says, "I would. I would say the number one thing that struck out stuck out with me is that this is a person who I. Sorry, he says I would say." The one thing that stuck out with me is that it was a person who I could take on life's scariest challenges with. And then she proceeds to trash him. We already talked about it. Uh, I felt like Jamie's, Jamie's like, I just want to say something, blah, blah, blah. It was so, like, packaged, you know? It was like he took a little bit of what everybody said about Michelle and was basically like, this is why I really liked you. And it was like, you really think you're getting out gonna get off scot-free like that yeah. Jamie he finishes off by saying I would just really like to applaud you for being fabulous across the board uh, she says as I watch back and I see those things that you have said on, on camera about me being going through spring break mode about how you felt about the men in the house were below you and for me that's not what a coach does I don't understand how you can be so quick to reach positivity when that's not what you're showcasing 100% of the time. Yup. 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 He just, his reactions to not only the men um, when they were trying to talk to him, but then also Michelle, like he does this thing where he like smirks, but then he like side eyes too. And he's like, well, it's not okay. You know, <laughs> it's the, the, it's like the, it's like the reverse of Justin from last season. Mm-hmm. Justin's like reactions and his eyebrows and his eyes kill me. Yeah. Jamie, when he does it, I'm like, stop, fix your face. Yeah, we uh, we continue, and she decides to address Martin, Ugh. and he does the same thing Jamie does, where he kind of halves of an apology about what he said about her in the vehicle, which he says that he didn't really mean. He was just hurt and rejected, but just like, okay, buddy, but you still said it. Sure um, did. Chris S. apologizes for taking her voice during his cocktail party thing. You know, oddly enough, Chris S. apologizing and saying that, like hopping on the apology train, I believed him out of Jamie and Martin and Chris. I believed Chris to be like, you know what? I am a crappy person too. Sorry. <laughs> I think Chris does apologize to Michelle. I think he doesn't apologize to anyone else. You're right. He's like, as for you, man. Because <laughs> I think he believes everything he said. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be helpful. He was trying to be uh, like, he was trying to be chivalrous and defending her in front of her and protecting her honor. Mm-hmm. But he thinks everyone else there is a snake below him. He really, but he was trying to make the move from nobody to somebody. And he just did it for the wrong bachelorette. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's very true. Cause do you think, um, Katie, do you think Katie would have handled that differently? Like somebody defending her like that? Ah. Uh... 
you know, no, I think Katie would have done the same thing. I feel like Katie would have been like, I'm a strong and independent woman. You need to get the F out of here. That's true. I think she would have said it, but she wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. Michelle says it and believes it. Yeah. I think that. That's true. I think you're right. I think that Chris did it. I think he was thinking he was being chivalrous. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. He's apologizing to her. He sees the error of his ways with her. But for the rest of the guys, he's like, y'all still suck. And because he dumb. never apologized to the guys. He straight up said, uh-uh. I'm sorry to her. And maybe that's why I thought his was more authentic because Jamie attempts to apologize to the men afterwards. And I'm like, Jamie, you're just trying to save face so you can wrap this up in a neat little bow. I don't believe it. I think you're a trash person. Yes. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I sound like those guys on the island talking about Tammy. <laughs> that's rude. So there's this podcast I listen to, and they say because they're bigger, like a bigger podcast, they like are always worried about. They're always joking about like libel. So mm-hmm. there's what they say is that they're this person is exhibiting behaviors of a trash person. Ooh, I like that. So I think that's what we can go. Ooh, I like that. So that's how we can go forward with like calling people trash people without calling them trash people. They're without calling them trash of a trash person. So we did not have to feel bad. Yes. Because then technically and legally, I did not say that someone said was trash. Uh, I like that. We're gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> I will do that in general. Jamie, I do believe is a trash person, and I stand behind mm-hmm. that. But Chris, I believe, was exhibiting behaviors of a trash person. Yes. That's the thing. It's like hindsight. I'm like, Chris, you just thought that you, like, he flew too close to the sun. Like, he was like, I'm going to take flight. And it was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody asked you. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. You know, um, he didn't even get to t- like a chance to shine bright. It was just like crash back down to earth. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I believe that. I do believe that. But I do believe that he thinks that he's smarter and better than the rest of the guys. And I do believe spicy take. I know you love your boy Nate, but I do believe that he might have been accurate. I'm just saying. I will not, in any way, shape, or form. Except any Nate slander on this podcast. Ooh, you're getting really legal right now with the liable and now slander. <laughs> he is a incredibly handsome, incredibly yes. ripped, incredibly cool man. I think he knows that. How can you not? How can you look like that? Decide that you need to put a Y in your name and pull it off. Like, <laughs> so rarely can you do that? And pull it off. <laughs> Nate does it's it true. because even the Y in Nate is not as cool as actual Nate. Listen, though. I think I think that Chris, like I said, he flew too close to the sun. I think that he was like, I'm going to snipe this out. I'm going to take him down. And he's like the dude in the middle of the movie that like ran too fast. And Nate was like, slice. Killed on the field. You know? <laughs> Nate- <laughs> That's what happened to Chris. <laughs> I would believe that was the case if Joe was not on the show. But Nate knows that is a it has been for a very long time a two horse race. Okay. Did you see in the previews no. where Nate finally Oh, that's right. Okay, you didn't you didn't look at the previews? I, okay. I just didn't. I I'm trying to be fun for the final three. Okay. Days. Because there is 
a moment where your boy like wakes up and realizes, well, dang, there's other men here. <laughs> and I like I, the moment that he says it, I'm like, wow, like you really were so like, I got this, I got this. And he, I don't know, man, throughout that trailer, he's really showing that he's like, I got this, I got this. And I think that Chris S is going to be at home. He's going to be like, I told y'all, told y'all. So I don't know. I know you love your boy, Nate, though. Nate's amazing. He's your ride or die. When you really are into somebody, you put like all your chips in. I do admire that about you. You're like, I'm all in, I'm loyal, ride or die. (laughs) Do I think he wins? No. I, I don't know. I, I changed my, you, my, I stand by my rankings from last week. Mm-hmm. I believe he goes home this week. And what you just said about him crumbling at Fantasy Suites only furthers my point that this is his last week on the show. Mm-hmm. And I would give anything to talk to him on this podcast. I Listen, I would talk to him. That if we talk to Nate... I feel like that would be a moment where I would be truly tested. I'd be like, this guy thinks he's so all that. He gets on this podcast, I'll probably be like, I'm going to show up looking like I'm going to prom. <laughs> right, I'll probably, yeah, I'll, t- I'll do my hair. <laughs> like, it'll be the fanciest interview ever. He's going to come but, with no shirt, wearing suits and ties. I'm gonna, right, I'm right. Tie and a dress. <laughs> So uh, we move on to do some bloopers, and then yeah. this this recap, Ernie, uh, supports you. Peter did treat everyone to pizza. Okay, I was like, did I dream that? I literally finished this like a couple hours ago. But yeah, Peter just needs to drop his pizza thing. Why did he serve Will with papers only to be like, guess what, guys? I did bring you pizza. Like, get over it. And then he, oh, yeah, he, that's right. He and Will did official. I was out of the room when they made amends. I heard it and I was like, I guess they made up. And then I completely forgot about it. This also further goes to show that those papers were, in fact, trash. Those papers were not exhibiting trash behavior. Those papers were, in fact, the trash. They were, they were uh, notes. For somebody, right? That they just threw in a or folder right. and sent a bald guy out there. They were, um, they were that. What was his name? They were, they were his notes. papers. They were Ryan's notes. <laughs> Ryan's notes. He was just like, "Here, I don't need him. I'm dead in this town." So <laughs> that's what they were. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, next week is Fantasy Suites. Uh, I did not enjoy this. I do not wish on my greatest of enemies to be forced to watch this two hours of television again. No. And hopefully I think I do enjoy women tell all more than men tell all. Really? Because I believe the women are better at being petty. Um, the thing is I've discovered in my ripe old age of 34 years i do not like like to watch pettiness on tv <laughs> okay so I this, don't... for those of you who know me well 
and I talk to you regularly. I don't know if you know this or not, but if not, here's your introduction. I watch an aggressive amount of competitive Fortnite. Aggressive amount of what? Competitive Fortnite. Okay. How did I not know this? I watch an aggressive amount. I didn't know this. Well, I love it. And the North American Fortnite scene is almost completely run by 16 to 22 year olds. (laughs) I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. Well, as you can expect, 16 to 22 year olds, when you give them large amounts of money and hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitch and on Twitter, they are petty, petulant children. Good Lord. And it is my favorite part. They just go on Twitter and just trash each other. Someone will make a post about like, have a great day. And they'll be like, you're trashed. You're washed. You suck on their Twitter posts. Why? Why not? See, that's it. Okay. <laughs> you Then you should have liked this tell all more because I felt like this was hella petty. It was hella petty, but it was also staged I don't want stage okay, sta- petty you're right stage pettiness okay I got you stage pettiness does suck nothing will beat the insanity that was oddly enough once again Peter's women's women tell all nothing will beat that and I as- I aspire that each season's tell all be that level what they need to do is they need to just put a package of all of the tell-alls in one so you can stream all of those back-to-back. I would you don't have that. to go through the season. You can just watch well, each tell-all. I don't th- I don't really feel like the tell-alls before Paradise were that interesting. Because, mm. because before yeah, Paradise, right. there was not a reason because you uh-huh. weren't coming back. Right, right. Yeah, so no, between you're right. Paradise, between the Paradise and the expansion of influencing, I doubt they were that interesting. Mm-hmm. So before, like, who was the Bachelor? Before, like, Ben Higgins, I don't really mm-hmm. have a lot of interest. Because I believe... I like, said before Ben Higgins. I think that was... Uh, is that Chris Souls? Chris Souls, yeah. I, because, because Chris Souls... Ben Higgins, like Nick Vile, that era, mm-hmm. I believe, was the explosion of not only Paradise, but mm-hmm. also like influencing as yeah, a career. Yeah, because so Ben bef- Higgins I, really like started the influencing. Like I remember seeing stuff, sunglasses like popping up on his Instagram, and it's like, why are you talking about sunglasses, bro? And then people would be like, Hello Fresh, and I was like, Why are you talking about Hello Fresh? Why are you trying to sell me these FabFitFun boxes? Did I finally bite on that? Yeah, I did. Mine's on its way. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like before that, it was just not fun, probably. I think it was much more low-key. It was definitely, because even Trista Sutter, like, I don't know. I never really see her, like, selling things, I don't think. I see her always posting about her husband, Ryan. <laughs> if she's trying to sell me an 18-year marriage, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's selling. Happiness. 
right right so I'm like fine all right but like I think you're right though because it really was with Ben Higgins that it was like post Ben Higgins that's when it was kind of like we can use this guy to sell products mm-hmm. and then it was like Jojo she can sell products you know yeah and then from there who else was it Did you listen to the uh, Lori K PR interview I told you about? No, no, I didn't. I told you about it, Ernie. Why don't you listen to me? I know, I know. I should. The bachelor party a few weeks back had Lori K PR on, and he talked about like the inner workings—not like the inner workings, but like how she got into like influencer Bachelor Nation representation. Mm -hmm. It was super. I really do need to listen to it. Yeah. So they like she was saying how, like it was Khloe Kardashian. She was re- she was representing a company, and they hired like Khloe Kardashian and like someone else to send out a tweet. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people who went to the site, it crashed. The site. Goodness. So she was like, "This is that was when she realized that she can kind of make the transition to like full time, just brand life brand partner uh, partnerships." Yeah. And be successful and busy. That, man, that's... The only thing about that, though, is you run the risk of being very annoying to your followers. Because if you keep selling things, then at every turn... And I noticed this happening more on Serena P's Instagram. Because it's either her and Joe, and you're like, so cute, so cute. Or she's posting about, like, her girls, uh, what is that, Brie or Abigail? She should have been like Abigail or Chelsea, you know. Um, I think they love Michelle somewhere in there. Well, yeah, because she was on her season, duh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> showing up for like 2.2 seconds, be like, yay, we're so excited for you, filler time. Whatever, nobody cared that Serena and Brie showed up last week. <laughs> but I think that I've seen more comments on Serena's Instagram where people are like, you're selling stuff again? Like, I don't really care about the shampoo. I don't care about the sunglasses. Wow, okay. I thought it was like a cool moment with you and Joe, but turns out you're actually giving me a 20% off code for those glasses that you're drinking out of. Got it. She's got to get the money while the money's hot. Well, I mean, it's true. It's true. And we need to lean heavily into that as well. <laughs> I would love to. I will sell people anything. I have no. It was like, we, 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 we should be, we can run the risk of being annoying. <laughs> I, I have no qualms about selling you things. I mean, like I said, I'll think about it, but I'll still sell that and I'll, I'll sell the stuff and, you know, worry about my soul later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, but all right. yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I think that that's interesting, though. I do. I, I'll go back and listen to that eventually. Yeah, it was good, uh, Ernie. It is currently almost eight o'clock. I have been up since four thirty because my child does not know how to sleep properly, so I need to go to bed. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little tired too because the neighbor upstairs has been walking in high heels since five forty-five this morning. So. Totally I too. It's it's like I have a baby too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because you can put in headphones and ignore your upstairs neighbor. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Next week is fantasy suites, and then 
for some reason, the week of Christmas is the finale. Okay, this is, like, really throwing me off. Why? I don't know. How? Uh, what? In what world am I going to be paying attention to this the week of Christmas? I will. Still. Just not happily. Uh, no. Uh, and then you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for That Reasons. Uh, please support our Patreon. That is podcast- patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. And then finally, you can join us for the last two weeks of the Rose League. Yeah. I don't know how to do the final two weeks. We'll just have to see. So then you can follow us there on the Rose League app at podcasting for the right reasons. We are a featured group, so we should be easy to find. And then Did our you plan- do one for last night? No, they did not. Was there one for last night? No, there wasn't. Okay, good. Because I was like, oh, shoot. I totally uh, I would assume that we'll continue our partnership with them through Clayton season and beyond. So if you stay, if you don't leave the group, then you are automatically added for Clayton season. So you don't have to do anything to make sure that you're added for that. Yeah. Bye everybody. Bye.